Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, we are at Première Vision and we are meeting with Marie-Emmanuelle Demour. She's head of product at Balzac Paris. Hello, Marie-Emmanuelle. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. And you? Very good. Thank you. To begin with, could you please introduce yourself and, uh, and Balzac Paris, please? Um, so I'm Marie-Emmanuelle. I'm head of product at Balzac Paris. I'm actually in charge of uh, uh, developing, producing uh, collections at Balzac Paris. Um, Balzac Paris is a digital native brand mm. uh, which was founded in 2014 yes. in Paris. And uh, it's mainly focused today on sustainability. Perfect. Um, could you please come back very quickly on your pathway? What did you do before joining uh, Balzac Paris? And when did you join Balzac Paris? I joined uh, Balzac Paris in May 2018. And before that, I was um, at uh, Monoprix, mm -hmm. working four years in uh, developing the the partnerships um, on the co the co-branding collections and after that I developed the private labels for uh, their website monchoroom.com Great um, My very first question is um, what does it mean according to you uh, uh, sustainable fashion? Uh, sustainable fashion is a very complete topic mm. um, I think it's the, the, the first common thing we hear a lot about is the ecology mm -hmm. uh, it's the The, the first main important points, but it's also on uh, dura du durabil lo long lasting, long lasting yeah, durability, uh, long lasting durability yeah. of product, solidity, solidity, and uh, it's also about um, having a fashion that is ethical mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, producing and in terms of mindset and animal welfare as well. Animal welfare as well. Uh, what has been the Eureka moment at Balzac Paris? At the very beginning, they were not uh, focused on the sustainability. And by moving forward and going forward, they decided to really focus. And you said you are a sustainable brand. Mm. Uh, what has been the Eureka moment? Do you know? Um, I think from the very beginning, it was um, the, the, the concept of Balzac Paris was to produce... Um, fashion products for their clients mm -hmm. uh, and to make it properly uh, very locally at first they made it in a, they start producing in Paris but then it was a little bit complicated and you they felt that it wasn't the good way that some things were hided so d they decided to go to Portugal where uh, there is a lot of know-how mm -hmm. um, along with uh, the the textile industry and uh, they decided to 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 develop uh, fashion items and it was it was not on uh, ecology but it was already on uh, long lasting products and about eth eth something ethical 
so there were already two pillars mm -hmm. and the other one uh, I think uh, I also brought because of my experience was about ecology mm -hmm. and choosing the, the, the good materials to make products as long lasting as we can and also very sustainable in terms of, uh, of uh, use of ro raw materials. Mm. And, and you, uh, more personally, you, I, wh while we were preparing the, the interview, you told me that you had a, a, a requirement uh, a long time ago. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, for me, my Eureka moment was my first maternity leave, mm -hmm. uh, when you just step back from the everyday life and uh, you start questioning yourself about what's really important for you. Um, so I started uh, in my personal life, but I also wanted to to imply this uh, this topic into my uh, professional life mm. and uh, so this is exactly uh, where I met uh, Chrysaline and Charles the co-founder of Balzac Paris and uh, that's where it all made sense What did you implement when you arrived at, um, at Balzac Paris to make this brand more sustainable? The first thing it was to teach everyone mm what is a sustainable fabric and what is not a sustainable fabric. It was the first thing to have everyone around the table working and having the same know-how. Um, and we decided to stop using some raw materials such as uh, con conventional viscose. It was the first cut. Um, it was the uh, an important one. Uh, and then step by step, we st we are starting to cut raw materials that does not satisfy our requirements. Okay, can you give us a few examples of uh, what should be the right materials to use? Um, I think the right materials to use is something that is biosourced mm -hmm. and biodegradable. Mm -hmm. uh, so that means biosourced. It can be um, a natural fabric. Uh, it can be also uh, some uh, tencelle or, or viscose ecovero, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. um, but it also has to be biodegradable. So it means that uh, the step of uh, of dyeing the, pro the, the the fibers must be very carefully made mm. so that the, the, the biodegradable um, process is kept along with the fibers. Well, you are you are not a huge brand, but you are a medium-sized brand. Mm. Um, uh, what would you advise to a, a small designer? Where do you st where do you start with? What do you start with to um, to make and to to create a sustainable brand? The most important thing when you want to create a sustainable brand is uh, to meet the good people mm. and uh, to start um, your own sourcing. I think you have to go directly to the fairs when you can meet uh, the, the the fabric makers. The yeah. fabric makers, yeah. and then you just uh, go to the spinners, and then to to just go to move up to the fabric makers, mm. and then just choose some fabrics mm. that you're one hundred percent sure of. And that you also trust the people you're working with, and from that work with uh, these constraints to to develop your own products. Mm. But I think sustainability is really about also um, uh, giving, uh, making something very creative with high constraints. 
what else do you do at Balzac to to make sure you are uh, you are more sustainable? Um, we are trying to make products always in a country. For example, for some leather goods, mm. we are trying to um, go uh, at a tannery, which is Portuguese one, and to manufacture it right in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so making something very local is something that we love to do and the next step would be will be eco conception and uh, recyc- recyclability mm. of the products for example we just released our new jeans and we t- we took off the riv- rivets yeah uh, because it's a uh, it's a break to the recyclability to of the products, mm-hmm. so we are trying to move in the in this. Uh, we are trying little by little to close the loop. How do you make sure everybody is is at the same level in the same mindset in the company? Because according to people I'm talking to, uh, being a sustainable brand and being sustainable is a is a is a mindset, and you have to be sustainable at every level of the company. How do you make sure everybody is at the same page when it comes to sustainability? Um, the first thing we do is uh, to teach everyone what is uh, what is sustainability to our point of view, mm-hmm. um, and what are the choices that Balzac makes, um, and everyone has to understand it, mm. and uh, so that it can uh, they can show it in the communication. I mean, from. Even our accountant is uh, has to learn about this because it's we speak so much about it mm. that everyone has to understand uh, what is a, what is a polyamide, what is a, a recycled polyester, and what's good and what's not good in mm. uh, in recycled polyester. So everyone has to understand this mm. to be able to um, to reply. Also, because we are a digital native brand, it's also very important that all the people that uh, write things on the website or answer um, the clients on the on Instagram for instance they can actually give the proper answer and being sure they have the proper one mm. so it's I, it's all about teaching uh, I think every six months we do one full day of teaching uh, sustainability in Balzac and what is the reaction of the uh, of employee at Balzac Paris uh, they are fully, they are 100% in it. Mm. Um, and even if they came to Balzac because they are really motivated into into sustainability, they are not uh, fully changed. Mm. And, uh, and sometimes they, from the moment that we teach them uh, su- our way of, uh, our vision of sustainability, they change completely their way of buying clothes, mm. of uh, even, uh, even for, for instance, in the office of um, the, the, what, what they are bringing for lunch or mm. whatever, they change everything from that. What are the KPIs you are looking at to make sure you are moving in the right direction? The KPIs we are looking at is the conception of each raw materials. Mm. So we have um, three ways, uh, three different raw materials. The one that we say are TPR, always mm. more responsible. It's the one that we cannot move uh, further than uh, it's a forest. Plus responsible. It's TPR. the yes, exactly. It's the the best uh, fabric that we have. We also have all the natural fibers that we 
uh, still need to get labelized, for example, conventional cotton mm. that we'd like to change into biological cotton or um, wool that we'd like to uh, have either recycled uh, nor um, uh, labelized, for example, yeah. uh, mulesing free or something. Free, yeah. And uh, we have the materials that we are trying to avoid anyway. And uh, this is the... Polyester? <laughs> no. This is the hardest part. Yeah. Um, but we are we are trying to for that to look for some uh, innovation. Yeah. What, are the, what are the most difficult um, to avoid? Polyamide is a thing because yeah. our clients really like hairy uh, sweaters, mm. but it's it has to be not itchy. Mm. Uh, so uh, yarn that is hairy and not itchy. Uh, without um, without um, polyamide or or acrylic, mm. it's uh, it's something really difficult. So we decided to to develop our own yarn, mm. um, and um, so we 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 each season we uh, and each month each collection we are uh, we are counting the consumption of uh, of raw materials mm. and uh, that's the main point and we also follow um, the the country where we manufacture but we m manufacture mainly in the uh, european union so there are not so many points regarding this according to you what should the fashion industry do to accelerate its fashion revolution I think uh, the most uh, one of the most important thing the last uh, two or three decades is that uh, fashion uh, has it goes too fast, mm. and at the end of the season, every product that is not sold cannot be sold anymore. It's just everything is on sale, and but some products doesn't have a uh, uh, fashion uh, fashion face they they can just um, leave from one season to to another and uh, we have to stop this uh, this fashion this fast fashion thing yeah. about it's not we, we we need to keep the creativity and to give to to release new items because it's all about fashion has always been about um, creativity, yeah. desirability, mm. um, but we also have to give some items such as jeans, t-shirts, uh, sweaters. They can leave from one season to another, mm. and with that, you don't have any sales anymore. So you can uh, you can give the proper price to the product, uh, a price that does not include mm. the sales the, the the sales, but also which is actually closer to the cost of the products. What are the, the biggest challenges for Balzac in the coming years and uh, and more globally for the fashion industry? I think the, the, um, the biggest point for Balzac is that we are growing fast, mm. but we don't want to grow in a bad way. Mm. Uh, so we need to be very secure about the the old supply chain. Mm. And uh, this is not easy because we are, as we are growing fast, we need to uh, to, to go fast, yeah, to, yeah. To, and to going fast is uh, yeah, going fast is going fast, but uh, in a sustainable way is mm. something very picky. Mm. Definitely. Uh, 
And and more globally for the fashion industry, uh, what are going to be the most uh, the biggest challenges? Sorry. I think the biggest challenge is uh, about traceability. Mm. Yeah. It's something very huge and very demanding. Mm. And the whole fashion industry is not as n the, the three last decades has not been built on this. Yeah. Uh, there are many agents of uh, on every intermediaries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, very uh, on the whole supply chain, and uh, they have to change the whole industry mm. to be able to uh, reply to this uh, traceability issue. Yeah. But do, do you see any changes in that sense? Um, we see some changes, but um, I think the changes are more um, the, the 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 brands that are changing right now are either the big uh, companies that are not so. Uh, fashionable mm. such as for example Decathlon mm. they have these uh, products that are always uh, sold mm. uh, so it's more easy for them because they have I think um, there's nothing about uh, the product are not fashionable anymore mm. it's not about this I think what is difficult is for the the very the fashion industry mm. um, that that um, Um, so I think all, all the very fashionable brands, mm. it's very difficult for them because when you when you are fashion fashionable and you produce in China, for example, or in Asia, and your products it takes six months to come, mm. then you have to engage yourself mm. on something that will be fashionable mm. in six in a six months time, yeah. and uh, this is truly not manageable for me in the terms of uh, sustainability mm. you need to be to be sustainable you have to be reactive mm. uh, it means that you have to catch the good uh, trends at the good time and not to uh, pretend to know six months earlier what will be the trends mm. in six months because I th for example this winter everyone uh, was told that uh, dresses would be uh, the super fashion items of the fall winter uh, 19 and it wasn't the case and you could see at the during the sales period that all the stores were full of dresses let's move to the quick rapid fire questions what do you want to close the door to in our industry i think i want to close the door to people who who don't trust that we can change uh, the industry Some people just, uh, I, I was uh, told many times that uh, it's, uh, uh, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. You and, can't. Uh, yeah. You can't. Of course. <laughs> and I hate this kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, where do you look at to get inspired? To get inspired, we, we, what we do, uh, what we, s we are really looking into the home industry mm. and uh, the way, um, uh, People are changing their lives. I think it's uh, we also have to get inspired by other sectors mm. than fashion, such as home home design. Home design, such as uh, maybe sometimes in the food industry, which mm. is already very advanced mm. uh, compared to the fashion industry. Sometimes you have a way to communicate among uh, on on the producers mm. that can re 
that would be very interesting in, in the fashion uh, mm. in the fashion industry. So we also really to get inspired, we have to to understand mm. how, how our lives are currently changing. Mm. Because, for example, at Belzec for the next for winter season, we are really. Uh, the the design uh, team is really focusing on uh, trying to to think the fashion of tomorrow. Mm. What will be a product that is really uh, timeless? Timeless. Mm. I agree. What is the last piece of clothes you bought? Uh, I bought the pull eco friendly from Sakina Emsa, the one on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh, uh, program yeah. that uh, she launched. Great. And who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? I would really like to hear Thomas Uriès from 1083. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank uh, you. All the best for the future and uh, speak to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.